0: And we're on the air in 5, 4, 3, 2, one. Pencil. And when peace comes, remember, it will be for us,
1: the children of today, to make the world of
2: tomorrow a better and happier place. We are beginning to be able,
0: cautiously and with our eyes open, to encourage some interchange of ideas. We have to start thinking about...
1: Tomorrow, I've heard that somewhere. Save your energy. we must act today in order to preserve tomorrow. And let there be no misunderstanding. Our objectives are clear. Well, I like to go in
3: record All right, so are we ready? Sure. All right, welcome. This is the Here You Are Wassup podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dino. I'm here with my main man. I'm Eric. Eric, who do we have with the, who do we have with us tonight?
4: We have Nick Schlewinski, he's a designer that I work with, graphic designer, and we have Pete Campisi, he's all the way from New York City, representing Long Island. What's going on, guys? uh, So, just to give a little background on both of these, uh, Nick is a lot younger than we are, so he likes the prequels more than we do, and uh, Pete, I once bought a Trivial Pursuit Star Wars game for him at Christmas and i got to answer one question to start the game off and i never got another chance to answer another question so these are some star wars some hardcore star wars nerds
3: Well, Sinead O'Rebellion, rebellion shock me shock me shock me with that deviant behavior so so that right that that leads me to the, that my first question was how do you guys how does your star wars nerdery manifest itself and I, and oh, I, let me just inter- can I just interject oh, okay. something else in there? Yeah.
0: So,
4: Pete, this one's for you. So, neither Dino nor Nick have ever seen the Star Wars Christmas special until today. Until
0: no, then? I just watched it. The most horrible advice you could ever give me. I spent <laughs> two hours that I will not give
3: back watching that.
2: Oh, come on, it's a rite of passage. You have to watch it. At least exactly. Once. I, I yeah.
3: thought, I like at one point, I thought the little Chewbacca was humping Han Solo's leg or something. <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, I can recap
3: the first 15 minutes for you. <laughs> Did that air on television?
2: I, rem- I remember it. Uh, Yeah, I remember it on TV. Uh, And that's the only time I think I saw it was was on TV. And that was it. Maybe, maybe I saw it on VHS at one time. But but that was a long time ago. But yes, I think it originally aired on TV. Wow. It showed up with all that marketing at
0: the very beginning, all the way from the toys all the way to GM.
4: Yeah, and now thanks to YouTube, it's become sort of a Christmas tradition in my house.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh that's terrible. So, so yeah, so like I was saying, how, how do you know that you are a Star Wars nerd? Eric? Wow. Um, I
4: don't know. I suppose if you can, you know, I don't know. Recite some of the more obscure quotes. Name locations. Name characters. And Ah, yeah, I know that's a tough one.
3: So, so Nick, how how does your Star Wars nerdery uh, show up?
0: Um, I wear my Star Wars stormtrooper suit to
1: work.
4: And Pete, it's a legit stormtrooper, too. I mean, if you saw him from across the room, you would think it was a a Disney playground. Wow.
0: I'm impressed. I convinced my marketing department to allow me to wear my stormtrooper suit to work for some internal videos to support morale for our company. And oh, yeah, it did.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Pete? I, I, wow, I think it would have to be when people just start looking at you weird. I mean, there are many times where I'm working with people in the office, and we just start going off on a rant about God knows what about Star Wars, and people just start looking at you like, really, you're one of those guys? And it's just like, There's yeah. It. So so I, I think it's the, it's, it's the weird, dirty looks people give you, and you just kind of know, you're like, uh, yeah, I kind of, I went off the deep end kind of talking about that, you know, so... <laughs>
3: Yeah, see, for me, it's it's uh, the idea that I, like, my Star Wars nerdery is really specific in that I'm one of the people who reads the official books. And I read, and I read them in sequence. And oh, then, yeah. And then I can use that to help me by, you know, in understanding the movies. And it's like, literally, I was reading a book, I think this happened last week, where I I'm at a point now where the it is the very first mention of in any of the canons of what the lightsaber would become. And it it happens in a Jedi Knight's dream. And uh, because at that at this point in the in the canon, they're still using swords. Mm. And so I'm like, she just fucking dreamt about a lightsaber. Jesus, I have it, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, because wouldn't
4: you say they go back 2,500 2, years? Yeah, you know?
3: yep. So uh, the canon goes back uh, in sort of graphic novel form about twenty five thousand years. Thousand. And, and in novels, and in novels, it goes back about twenty five hundred
2: years. But wait, are you talking about the canon novels or or the legends novels or or what?
3: No, I'm talking about the official canon pre. Uh, Death yeah. Star. So yep. there are sort of. It's my understanding that there are sort of. At this point, there's like three cannons, kind of three and a half. So the the moment that the Death Star explodes is a dividing point mm-hmm. in the canon. So there's pre that, and then there's post that, and then there's uh, sort of this this section that we're in now, which is sort of canon based but not completely. And then there's the the parallel courses, which is sort of the Han Solo and the Boba Fett section that's going to happen eventually. So, wow,
2: it, it's going to be interesting to see what they take from the non canon. Like for instance, like Thrawn. Like right. love Thrawn. I mean, I think I think you know all true fans love Grand Admiral Thrawn from the, from the Zon books. So it's going to be interesting to see what do they take. You know, uh, to be canon, and what they and what they'll leave behind.
3: Yeah, I it, it really is. Like, I think it's um, there have been a series of sort of uh, articles on the whatever the Wookie Force about or whatever it's called, the Wookie Net Wikipedia? Or, yeah, Wikipedia about mm. um, sort of how people think that the the new work is going to change the scales of who, who the most powerful Jedi's. Mm. You know, like. At, at at this point people are beginning to wonder if, if the the new movie will assert Luke Skywalker as the most powerful Jedi Jedi of all time. And because that would be a departure from the canon. And holy shit mm-hmm. does this sound nerdy. Holy balls. <laughs> I was Let's just get a nerdy. I was Let's just do. listening to myself and I'm like, What <sighs> am I saying? Oh my god. Yes. That
2: was awesome. Well, well, can we can we get nerdy on this podcast? Yes, is that let's where you guys as want nerdy to go? As fuck, oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, nerdy oh, okay. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> okay. Indeed you are powerful as the emperor has foreseen. Well, maybe they might
0: have a few pieces cuz we're allowed to talk about the Force Awakens, right?
1: Um, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: because sure. you talked about how they used to actually use swords, and right. if you look at Kylo Ren's lightsaber, right. it actually pretty much looks like a sword. So like, there's there's a little tidbit right there, and like, just Psh! could keep going on the whole day.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, because the like the original like the first discussion about um, he her name it's a she um, her name is Lenore, and um, she has a dream about uh, a sword being replaced by. A sword that is—it uh, is glowing and it is pure force energy. And I, you know, and it's that thing where you just go, "Wow, that's you know." And then the other thing that I think is fun about the old canon is this constant returning to the theme of brother versus sister.
2: Mm-hmm. Like that is yeah. just constantly repeated. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, that—that's that's another piece, right? Like, are they going to continue like brother versus sister? uh with uh Han and Leia's uh twins. Right. So, you know, will they continue that? I guess we'll find out in 48 hours, but you know, who knows?
4: 48 hours. Nice. Have you read the books, Pete? Uh
2: I've read I've read some of the non-canon and I've read some of the canon, yeah. Not all of them, but I but I've been reading them and you've not
0: read them, is that right, Nick? That is correct, which now I'm wishing that I have and I will now after this conversation because I'm just nerding up over here.
4: So what brought you into it? I mean I don't think that's what brought Dino into it. you didn't start out with the books
3: but no so uh, yeah for, for me it's I, I'm 46 and uh, and it was the sort of perfect it, like it happened at the exact right moment for me. It was like Patton Oswald says, it was our Kennedy assassination, you know? <laughs> and so it's, it is, it was my Zapruder film, you know, literally I can't, I can't tell you how many times I saw the first one and I saw it at the grand theater in Wausau over and over and over again, you know? And so, yeah, it was, it it was for whatever reason, it was just sort of a perfect thing for what was I seven or eight when it happened, you know? So Yeah. What about you? Uh, me? I don't. I, you know, I don't
4: remember going to see the first two. My first recollection rec- that I can think of, anyway, was was Jedi, and even then it was just such a something so different, so unique. There's been very few, very few films that have been that unique and different from everything else, and that's what's always stuck with me. And I think that's what got me roped in pete how
2: about you oh man i remember it i remember the theater i remember i remember asking my dad to take me every chance he got to go see see that i think i was five when the first movie came out and uh, i remember it i remember seeing empire strikes back i exactly know where where and what movie i saw that and um I, i remember return of the jedi and it was uh yeah i i I remember it all i I remember who i was with um until this day i think i saw those three probably the most in the theater than any film ever i you just kept going over and over and over again (laughs) you know i mean you were forced to because you you know that was oh yeah you were
0: forced with the force
2: (laughs) exactly exactly
4: Pete, hey, did you go see it with your dad? I mean, uh, Dino, did you go see it with your dad too?
3: Um, I'm not exactly sure if I did. I, do, I don't think so because I don't really have a lot of uh, movie memories with my dad. So I'm, I'm going to guess that I didn't. I'm going to guess that I went with uh, the, a kid down the street named Matt Hahn. Um, but, yeah. for like No way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Not> solo. <laughs> yeah,
3: there it is. Um, uh, it was – like, I, I just remember sort of being blown away kind of by Dagobah and that, you know, and then the speeder and the whole thing. And then like I love the speeder, like all of the like as a boy, the the standout thing in a lot of ways in Empire was when they cut the. the Oh, God, I feel horrible that I don't know what that weird animal was. And they stuck Luke inside of it, you know, so
2: Tauntaun. There is yeah. Tauntaun.
3: Yeah, so like all of like the the sensory things that happened in these movies, you know, sort of the 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 speed with which the Millennium Falcon or the X Wings flew through the the out or flew through the trench in uh, Star Wars, it, it felt like that was the first time I'd experienced something like that. You know, Well, the sounds
0: definitely were. Those sounds are iconic, and they're used all, like in almost every single movie to present. Because they were created specifically for that instance. Because no one could even think of sounds to use for those movies. It was ingenious.
4: I heard something recently about the sounds that made up the lightsaber. I don't remember what it was now. But it was some very strange collaboration of sounds that you wouldn't think would go together. How about you, Nick? What was your first
0: recollection? Well... I'm so I'm a little young. I'm actually 25, and so the first movie that I got to, got to see was um, the Phantom Menace, episode one. So I'm coming in at a little different time, and I like fell in love with pod racing, especially as a young kid. But then going back and watching all the movies and talking with my dad and how much he loved the other ones, you get a much larger appreciation. So it's a lot harder for me coming into. Episode one, two, and three for that trilogy to completely understand, like the evilness of Darth Vader compared to the original three. So it's a li- it's a little tough for me, but I you still got to go with Vader. James Earl Jones kills that
2: voice. I still think that's hilarious
0: that the uh, the guy that was originally the actor for that didn't even know that he was going to be dubbed over. That just blows <laughs> my mind.
2: I uh, think that guy is still bitter till this day. What is it, David <laughs> Prowse? Oh. <laughs> But you know what? You know what I love about the old movie, especially—I mean, even the first one where you know Lucas didn't know if if it was there was going to be a sequel or you know (laughs) or an episode five. I mean, it, it was it was what what they said in the movie that that had me just talking about it with friends, like when they. To start start talking about the clone wars you were like what what are the clone wars what is, what does that mean you know so there were so many things that they referred to that just kept kept you talking you know about it over and over again and and guessing what that was going to be and if they were going to talk about it and uh, oh i mean now that all of it is being discussed and it you know there's so many more answers it's it's an exciting time to be a star wars fan well, look at all the questions that they
0: have right now concerning the next movie, The Last Jedi. Like how many different types of questions they have, like Ray's father, who's General Snoke, which is obviously Jar Jar Binks. But <laughs> never – you can't – it's it's just insane about how many theories like you can watch on YouTube or leak stuff and people are just going batshit crazy about it. I mean especially from what you're talking about when they have enough balls to say here's episode four. Well, what about one, two, and three? Right. Which are probably flops. Compared to four, five, and six, which I would agree with, even though I grew up with one, two, and three, but oh, man,
4: nerd stuff. Have you ever, Pete? Have you ever seen that video, that YouTube video of how Jar Jar is Sith? Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. I, it, it's it's it, it was an entertaining. Uh, yeah, it was an entertaining video. That was a good one. I I did see that. Funny. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> So you have any theories on Snoke, Pete?
2: Um, yeah, yeah I, I would say my theory on... I think, in terms of who his origin is, like, yeah. I, I think he is going to be a character that you haven't heard of. I think he's going to be... My theory is that he is some character and entity from the Outer Rim. I think that he is going to be... You know, I, I, I'd love for him to be Plagueis, you know, Darth Plagueis, uh, which I think that would help answer, you know, the question of, I think it was in Attack of the Clones when we were, they were talking about it, but um, I would like for him to be Plagueis. I think he's going to be a new character that's going to be a pretty powerful uh, Sith Lord. Do you know you got any theories?
3: No, because the thing is I uh I like the was it today that you you showed me the pictures or yesterday? Or you had me look up pictures online? Uh
4: yeah, of him and Vader.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so a that was Yeah, that was a little bit mind-boggling for me. Um but no, it's uh for me the 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 cool thing that or, or the way my process works with all of this is I, I try not to you know read anything or come up with an idea in advance because I just want to go in there on Thursday and just let it wash over me and sort of you know kind of go okay I, I you know I had no idea any of this was gonna happen I did this wasn't I didn't work this out theoretically in advance I you know I don't have sort of a working idea of what's gonna happen you know between the brother and sister and you know, all of that. I think the first viewing for me is is a little bit like a like a rock show in which I just want it to to wash over me and just kinda go, Oh yeah, that was great. You know, and then I can figure it all out, you know, in the third, fourth and fifth viewing, you know, if I think something actually hit the spot or not, you know.
4: That's funny though, since you read the books. You yep. kinda of have a pretty solid idea of what's gonna happen.
3: Yeah, I've I mean, right now what uh the sort of I, I think if I'm if I'm understanding what this movie is going to be
4: and no spoilers, remember. right.
3: Without, without giving any spoilers away, I have, I have a pretty great sense of what it is in the books. Like, you know, who did what and why, and, and sort of how, how Luke ended up on that, you know, Island and stuff or whatever the hell that is, you know, sort of how we got to that point, but, um, sort of, you know, how, how and who people are, it has never been a thing that uh, has has sort of been fun for me. I you know like I my heart got broken by the prequels in such a sort of big way. You know like watching Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor, who actors who I just adore, uh, be forced to not only wear those hair pieces but just do that <laughs> stuff, and then and then the Natalie Portman running in sand thing. Just it nearly ruined cinema for me all together and so I'm like yeah that's that's it I think you know I just I just feel like the nice thing for me is that George Lucas seems to be not as involved in these and so I feel good about that part you know that he's yeah
0: no here's a softball question then would you rather fight off 10 rancors or lick
3: Natalie Portman's titty oh
1: (laughs) oh
2: (laughs) Well, I
3: I'm gonna go in the age of Harvey Weinstein. I'm gonna go with Rancors, because good good answer. Holy shit, that's you know, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Well, what no, happens if I change
0: to a Java the hut? Would that change your mind?
3: No, no, I'm good. I think I'm okay with, with Java. Yeah. Don't bring
0: Java into it.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you know the thing is, the hut is is a big deal in the large story. The huts are a big deal, sort of. You know we we need to have a criminal underworld in the in the universe, and that's and that's apparently one of the big key figures. So
4: that's apparently a talk of the one of the movies too. So oh, wow, we could get a whole side movie of just thoughts.
3: that would be neat. Like I, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, Pete, do you remember when we were I'm sorry, Eric to or Nick to just sort of age over you here and that this, this is an oh, old sure. this is an old guy question. <laughs> Pete, do you remember what a big deal it was—the uh, mythology around the Boba Fett action figure when we were kids?
2: Oh yes.
3: Yeah, and so yes. I was—I try- was trying to explain that to my mother the other day that, like, they were super rare, and like there was a whole. It was before the internet. I like I don't even I don't even remember how it how that mythology came
2: to be in my head. Yeah. Oh, do you mean how one went about per- getting one? Is er, that- no.
3: F- first of all, how we became aware that this was a rare thing.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, it was. It was interesting, right? Like, didn't you have to? I think it. Well, if I remember, you had to buy a couple of figures, right? mail yeah. in a couple of uh, proof of purchases, and you right. get one. Okay. Right. I, see, I, yeah,
3: I don't remember like so um Nick the deal is when 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 action figure it was all brand new like action figures yeah. was a new thing and so like we as we were kids like I can't tell you how many Millennium Falcons I blew up with fireworks you know like <laughs> original
0: you have mo- done that yeah I just said to a guy at my work that his parents or the guy's parents found one in their um in their garage, and he sold it for, like, $2,000. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. Way, what?
0: Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. And it was actually, I think it was more than that. I would have to confirm with him tomorrow. Eric, do you know uh, Jason Garvey? His parents. Yeah.
3: So does Dino. Yeah, I, yeah oh. Jay and I grew up. Yeah, we, we grew up together. I know his parents yeah, really well. you should well. ask Jason about that. Oh, God, that's I said, terrible. You should have just gave it to me instead. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, it was me and my buddy Dave Hagenes taking fireworks and try, you know, and literally just trying to make it look like the Millennium Falcon, which the toy was enormous, if I remember right. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to make it look like it was flying, and just melting them into shit. But anyway, <laughs> back to uh, the 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 action figures were such that it was all new. Like we had to buy all of them. Like I just, you know, and they were like a dollar seventy or something like that, which was a, a bunch of money back then. But you know, and there was this this sort of Mythology around the Boba Fett action figure, like it—you couldn't get it in stores. It just wasn't available in stores, and so it—it it became this sort of this mythic thing that nobody had one. You didn't. Ha- nobody, I, nobody I knew had one. And so, when years later, when the prequels came out, and all of a sudden there was, you know, like I had stopped paying attention, and all of a sudden there was a Boba Fett action figure in Target. Oh, I bought that thing
2: right away. You know, so. You know, just thinking about it, I think because it was pretty genius and ahead of its time, right? So the whole marketing of it, I think they actually made or they came out with the Boba Fett offer before even Empire Empire came out. Okay, If I remember it and then you were like, wow, that is an awesome figure. I need to, uh, you know, no idea who he is. Right. But I'm going to get it. And then, of course, Dino, do you remember, too, that I think like an earlier version of that figure – The actual missile launch. Yes, and that that was that was an issue. Yeah, that was a Um, huge
3: issue for us. You know, moms moms were
2: flipping out. Discontinued it. You know, so, oh yeah, that was that was big.
3: Yeah. So I mean, it just sort of like, do you still have any of your toys, Pete?
2: Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Yeah, no, it's uh it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, it's it's a, it's a lot of tension around here cuz there's a good deal of boxes in my basement which my uh, my wife is upset about. A good good thing that she's uh she's not around right now to hear that. But yeah. So uh, yeah, I still have a lot of it.
3: Nick, do you, yeah. other, yeah, do you have any yeah? Do you have any of the toys? Actually,
2: right on my laptop right now, there
0: was a guy at my work. Uh, before he left, he gave me an original um, Admiral Akbar action figure. It's probably about like uh, two inches or so. It's yeah. amazing. Nice. Um, I'm Pretty sure I have a whole bunch of them left in my parents' basement, which they will stay there for a couple more years. Apparently, for how much they're selling, like hotcakes on the internet. Didn't I give you an
2: Admiral Akbar head once, Pete? You, you did. I, I, and, yeah, I still, like and I still and I still have.
4: Yeah, no, I still have that too, Eric. Nice. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it was. Yeah, I had I had all kinds of toys. I had the. I don't I don't know why. Maybe it was guilt because I don't remember going to see the first two movies, and she never took me to see them. But I just seemed to have a lot of them. I had like the Death Star and X wings, and most of it was from. Most of it was from A New Hope. Most of the toys were from A New Hope, and after that, I never got any new toys. So I would. I would try to create toys from Jedi based on the new hope toys. So I'd like paint them up and do weird shit. But anyway, I had a lot of these these big things, right? And apparently when I went to college, they were taking up too much room in my mother's basement, so oh. she took them all away.
2: Oh man, everything. What a sense. And that and that Death Star, that's that's worth that's worth something. I think yeah. that might have been like an exclusive at sears or something like that okay. or whatever but anyway but yeah it
4: opened up i remember it opened up It yeah. later it was i had the, the trash compactor thing it had this little crank on the side and it would crush them in oh yeah, it's yeah all of that stuff is gone that's still a bone of contention that comes up every holiday
3: <laughs> yeah. oh no oh god so i had um i had an x-wing fighter and then i had uh for for a couple of weeks, I had um, Luke's. Uh, what was it? What are they? His sand racer. Oh, the, the
4: land speeder. Yeah. The land
3: speeder. Yeah, I had that. Except it had it had wheels, and I was busy trying to drive it in my you know like play with it was. It was one of those toys that had springs in there. Or, yes, some springs yeah. in the wheels. You would pull it back, let the tension build up in the spring, and then let it go. Yeah, and it, I think at some point that you know gravel or just driveways just destroyed the thing and then there was there was a stretch of time where i i became sort of obsessed with playing with uh the x-wing fighter in the bathtub as like a ship underwater like as a submarine or something and yeah
1: was that the one that had the
4: push down r2d2 and the front would light up
3: yep that's the one I had.
4: Those would light up. Yep.
3: Yep. And the and the wings would snap open and snap shut. Yep. It was about yep. like a foot long and a foot wide. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Pete, do you remember that car that you bought Peter years ago? That yellow motorized thing. Yeah. Did he, yeah. He'd cruise around the driveway. They have a land speeder like that now.
1: Yes, oh, I just
3: no saw way. that at Toys yeah. R Us. Yes. That's awesome. Two hundred and twenty nine dollars, <laughs> and I got to tell you, I'm like, I might just buy this for no real reason at all, you know, because <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. So put the dog in it, right? Exactly. Gracie can ride around in it. Yeah, I just, it was shocking. So yeah,
0: or you could get the Jedi AR challenge instead for two hundred dollars. Oh, really that thing to...
4: is sick.
3: What
0: is Eric, that? That's what we get to play it in January.
4: <laughs> you bought it?
3: Yes. Oh, I think it's sick. Remember
4: that point. thing I sent you, Dino? It's the, the virtual reality glasses. Yes. And you get to play as a Jedi.
3: You,
4: get, <gasps> to, you get to fight. You get to lightsaber battle against Darth Vader himself.
0: And Darth Maul.
4: Well, yeah.
0: And oh. other things. But and
4: I think Kylo Ren is in there, too. But Yep, he is. Darth, Darth Vader.
0: Whoa.
4: Yeah, you get an actual Damn. lightsaber, right? It doesn't have a it it's got oh, a little yeah. knob like, on the end, but I didn't,
0: I didn't open it. But you get an actual lightsaber.
4: Yeah, no, it's at it's at Best Buy right now. Do you know? You have to go oh check it out. Oh
3: my god! I'm gonna go tomorrow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sick. All right. So let should we get back to the movies a little bit, off the toys? So. <laughs> so then, um, so Nick, as as the young guy, so who's your favorite character in the movies that you've seen? Oh, and, that's a and top. why.
0: Oh I would have to just have to go with my gut, especially with it being on my mind right now. Jar Jar Binks was one of my favorite all right, I'm gonna hang up the, the just, yeah, okay, just I'm gonna, for I'm for I'm gonna go now. Yeah, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll see mean, you later,
3: Nick. We're done. Okay.
1: You can strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly
3: imagine. All right, Nick, go ahead and you defend yourself. Defend yourself, yes. I just I mean as a child it was
0: like I was just in that stupid suit. That's like one of the major reasons why I like that character. I mean that's pretty much it. I yeah. mean that's going from my childhood. Um I definitely liked Boba Fett for what he encompassed as like this just like very mysterious kind of back in the corner bounty hunter. I really like that. It's interesting how it kind of plays shows him a little bit more in episode two compared to the um the originals, but he would be also a fan favorite.
2: Yeah. Pete. Oh, no question, Han Solo. Definitely, hands down, the best character. I mean, Harrison Ford would disagree with me, of course. But like, uh, no, I, I think, I, I, I loved him when I first saw him, and and uh, and was heartbroken uh, when uh, when he when he died. You know, spoiler alert from Force Awakens. Um, but uh, yeah, no, great character, loved
3: him. Eric?
4: Yeah, me too. Han Solo, hands down. I I always think that I should be a big fan of Luke Skywalker, but. Then I watched the New Hope and Empire. He was just too whiny. I couldn't take it. Han Solo just was always cool as ice, and I always loved him.
3: Yeah, for me, it. it uh, and I think this is probably just kind of uh, an outcropping of of the weird academic book perspective I have on this. I'm I'm really as a child, I wasn't. I like I think all of us as boys, we were drawn to Han Solo because you know he was everything you wanted to be but as as i've grown older now it's it's really yoda and luke skywalker who yeah um, yoda you know and then once you sort of start to like the the books really expand the idea of of who and what yoda is and then sort of what his journey was when he left for dagobah and kind of how you know all of that and so i really i you know i really kind of like uh Yoda and and Luke Skywalker and I'm like that's that is that is why the the last Jedi for me is is super important and really there's a lot of pressure on this movie for me because you know there's there is a lot of canon about what happens to get us to the last Jedi and so yeah I'm 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 excited that Mark Hamill is being given if, if they follow the canon, is going to be given this much screen time and sort of this much presence in the movie, I think that that'll be, that will be cool. I think, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. But the, I mean, and, and the other piece of that is the most, so then for me, I, I think the, the most disappointing character at the same time, since Nick brought up Jar Jar Binks, isn't, <laughs> isn't, isn't Jar, isn't Jar Jar Binks, but it's, uh, Darth Maul. Yeah, and, but at this, but if well, but at the same time, the Darth Maul character is sort of an um, uh, uh, almost iconic way that Lucas builds a thing. So, like Boba Fett, Darth Maul was, you know, he was in all the uh, McDonald's commercials, he was in all of that sort of stuff, or Burger King, or wh- whatever product tie-in it was, and they had built Darth Maul to this this sort of. He's going to be in every, you know, like he's going to be a part of your life going forward. And then the moment we killed Darth Maul, it's like, oh, OK, what the hell just happened? You know, and so that was incredible. Like that was incredibly disappointing for me personally.
2: I would but agree- uh, argue. Yeah. I mean, but arguably like the fight between oh, yeah. o- o- Ob One and Darth Maul and Phantom Menace is probably the best battle that we've seen on screen in Star Wars. I mean that uh, that was incredible. That's true, but yeah. I,
0: and also well, to have dual sabers and you're doing flips and shit, you're you're pretty much cool in any book.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Oh yeah, and then I mean and then who I mean who expe- expected that he was going to kill Qui-Gon? I right. mean that was oh my gosh, you were just like I mean that that whole that whole scene was incredible. Um but hey, did you have you guys seen I've been watching Rebels at all? Nope. The uh the oh, so they bring Maul back. Oh, there, yeah. They bring them back. him
4: back? What's the backstory? But how do they do that?
2: Well, basically, um, uh, they he he, uh, he survived, and so yeah, you know, they cut him in half. But he now has basically like robotic uh, legs, sure. essentially, sure. like like there, and he is caught between. He's not good, and nor is he bad, and he has basically a. Uh, um he has something against the empire so with ezra he that's when they start dealing with god i'm starting to think back to that episode but um he's trying to merge the dark and the light and together (laughs) right so so that's a little bit of i think a prelude to what we're maybe going to see oh yeah Um, i'm like a great jedi yeah, so I, we're not sure if he was trying to convert Ezra to to the Sith, or if th- he was onto something where he wanted to combine the light and dark and create something that was even more powerful. So that was c- kind of a mystery. But the but the storyline would bring back Maul was was pretty cool. Um, hmm. So they tried, and then um, and then then he went away. But but that if you guys have not seen Rebels. Um, I'm a big fan. I, I, I mean, you know, talking about <laughs> being a nerd. When I start talking about like rebels in front of people, then people start getting like a little weird. But, uh, but yeah, I, I would, I would highly suggest watching it. I think it's the last season uh, that's going on right now.
4: But they brought some of the nods to rebels to Rogue One, right?
2: Yeah, they did. They um, chopper they, was the one I can think of. I mean, that was yeah, they had chopper and. Um, think they had uh one of the ships i want to say there was
1: mm-hmm.
2: oh and they i think they also made um they made an announcement to or addressed one of the one of the characters i i believe one of the generals and uh but you didn't know if it was going to be who it was but yeah, yeah they, they definitely did a nod to it which was which was great
4: nick wants to see another prequel in between rogue one and a new hope
1: oh yeah
4: see a real dark side to
1: the whole galaxy yeah because like darth you see you Vader's see the journey in
0: one where like darth vader like some of the most like darkest sides mm-hmm. of vader where he's just like slashing people he's throwing people against the wall people are screaming like i just want to see him starting to lose his mind after he just lost the love of his life pretty much his entire body and then his children like you could just see him just losing his mind and then just seeing the sith lord um, just trying to control him and persuade him to just destroy everything. I think it would just be an amazing storyline.
3: Yeah. So there's there's quite a bit of of written material about that. So if you, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you, there's there's quite a bit. I think there's maybe like four or five books sort of about um, what it's you know. I just always described it as rageaholic Darth Vader. You know, like <laughs> he, he's he's a little bit you know. Uh, like an evil Glenn Danzig, you know, just kind of killing everything. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny how the, like that negativity germ that, uh, infects him, infects Kylo, you know, and I mean, that almost, almost Luke, you know, but, um, you know, I, it's funny because there's sort of a lot of, I, and I haven't read a lot of it, but I know that there's a lot of speculation from, sort of non book readers about how how and why Luke got on the island. And for book readers, there's no no speculation at all. You know, like it's it's clearly outlined in the books sort of what happened and what, you know, it's it's really similar to Yoda's journey, mm-hmm. you know, and so yeah.
4: It's yeah. interesting from a business standpoint within Hollywood to find out, you know, so and so has this many Movies on their contract, and Jin Urso is one of those people. You know, she's got other appearances on her contract. So it's kind of curious to think what are they going to do with that down the road. Is it just going to be a flashback? Or are they going to open it up to possibility of other prequels?
2: Who? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think probably some of the. Um, standalone films, like you know, I you, she may pop up in the solo movie. You know, who Man. knows? With the smugglers, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know. Um, but um, yeah, no, who knows? I I just hope that they create that Kenobi film. Oh, that would I. And it's answer <laughs> your, one of the, one of your old former questions, Dino. I love the Obi Wan character, and that's one like you with 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 Yoda, and, yeah. and, and you know. I mean, for me, it's, it's Obi-Wan just the, the older I got, I just, I mean, I find myself repeating his phrases without even like thinking about it. You know, it's just in, in normal conversation, but I, I love that character. I, 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 just, I love everything it stands for. I love what they, I, 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 love what Ewan McGregor did with the character. Um, You know, yeah, his hairdo, you know, that little ponytail was kind of weird, but, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I mean, just, this is everything and it's, you know um so I, I hope they can continue it and i mean i think it's going to be great if they're able to potentially even bring alec guinness back in some sort of way maybe in episode eight or nine who knows but and you heard ewan talking right in in force awakens which you're like ah, why 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 do you hear him you know so who knows you know maybe we'll see some force ghosts no idea
0: I was just thinking about Force Ghosts while we are doing this little uh, podcast right now about what happens if Luke brings all those guys back in front of Rey, and it just it just makes you think like what are the possibilities that
2: come up? Yeah, well, you know, Dino said something before too in terms of Force Ghosts or, or, I you know, I I could see something about Kenobi coming back. So so this is just just a. A uh, 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 thought that I have—it's not a spoiler—and in any way possible, but you know, if you kind of think about it, because there's people have been kind of speculating who Rey is, right? Is she a Solo? Is she Luke's kid? Is she no, you know nobody? Jar
1: Jar
2: you know, Binks' kid? Yeah, is she Jar Jar Binks' kid. Is she a Kenobi? I think being a Kenobi is too complicated for Disney, because um, it just needs to be a simple explanation. But you know, the one thing I realized is. In every trilogy, there's always been a Kenobi versus Skywalker battle yeah. in yeah. some way. You know, and it's kind of like, well, you know, could that happen in this trilogy? You know, and the only way it could happen if if she is a Kenobi. But um, but that would be cool. You know, that'd be cool.
0: If you think about the first three movies, the main character is Ben Kenobi. Like, without a doubt, it's basically trailing him and his whereabouts, like, finding Anakin, going all, all the way into the Clone Wars to rescue him. It's, like, it's pretty much following his story of the entire thing. Even all yeah. the way to episode four. So he yeah. has to show up in some way, shape, or form.
4: As long as Hayden
2: Christensen's ghost doesn't show up, <laughs> I'll be okay. You know. <laughs> You know i, I gotta tell I don't know I, I i I think I think Hayden's going to show up some somewhere down the line. I really? don't know yeah, I think so definitely. I
4: think Jar jar's coming back too. i Ryan Johnson said something recently that he no. wouldn't be, he wouldn't be opposed to bringing an old jar jar back because he kind of liked the character, so it wouldn't surprise me if the road brings him back as some sort of dignitary, you know, even if he's just there for a few seconds.
2: Oh God! Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know about you guys, but I I mean, people keep sending me. Oh, I think it was one, You were one of them, Eric, that sent me the review <laughs> of it. Of Star of uh, Last Jedi, and I I refuse to even look at headlines. I just can't do it. Oh It my wasn't God. really a
4: review. It was just somebody's take on it, and
2: oh, you know, yeah. and they're the they're the pre so,
4: they're like the. They don't really mean a whole lot. They're just. They're always going to be positive.
0: My yeah. dad was a huge fan of four, five, and six, and he talked them talked about them as legendary. And then he saw Force Awakens, and he's like, "This is my favorite Star Wars movie." And really. He, when he's like, yeah, he's like, I almost think it's better than the other ones. Well, if the story is written pretty well. like Everything from modern-day technology to the sounds to the action and screenplay, like pretty much everything was really well done. But can you still beat up the hype of the originals? Probably not. But he even also agreed that Rogue One, he also highly enjoyed that, and he didn't know where to level it between the originals and then The Force Awakens. But I thought that was a pretty huge sentiment for my dad who talks so much about them to say that that was his favorite. So who knows what this last Jedi
2: will bring? Yeah, I, I think that's the I mean because I read I read a lot. <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, in terms of the fans' comments and fans' theories about the future and everything. And, and there's just so much negativity <laughs> from Star Wars fans. I, I mean, they really are negative. And I think it's because the majority uh, is different than your dad in the sense that their their favorites will always be the originals, like especially Empire, because that feeling when you're a kid it just, you, it, it's hard to recreate that feeling, you know, even though it, it doesn't look as modern. It just, there's this emotional connection to four, five, and six that to me, I go into these new movies. I, I know I will enjoy them, but I just know that they're, that they're not going to beat those three. Cause you, you're never going to recreate that feeling when you were five, you know, years old or eight years old, or Dino, you know, I think you were seven years yeah. old. I mean, you just
4: you just can't do it. You can't do Maybe it. Maybe not every feeling, Pete, but when Han and Chewie walked on to the Millennium Falcon again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: I still,
3: no. We were
2: punching I each other. Still, we yeah. were punching <laughs>
3: each other in the movie theater.
2: We're going oh. home. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%, Eric. No, yeah. I, <laughs> that was, that was insane. I mean, I'll just put it this way. I mean, I was telling someone I, uh, in, in my office this week, and I said, I said, I, I, I don't think there are many things right now that make me as happy as that moment when you're sitting in that movie theater for the first time waiting for, you know, ready to see the next Star Wars film. And, and she was like, wow, I wish I could feel that for anything. <laughs> it was just kind of like, you know, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that feeling <laughs> just right now, it's 48 hours. I mean, this is like, right. this is like Christmas when you're five years old, you know, know it's is- amazing.
4: What else is a stupid – what I always thought was a stupid bone uh, point was that folks were so upset with Rogue One that it wasn't going to have the crawl and it wasn't going to have the music and it wasn't going to so be the same. Gone. It wasn't going to be a Star Wars movie.
1: Okay. But
4: when I watched Force Awakens again two days ago, yeah, that really brings a, a lot of excitement to that movie, to those movies. Yeah. Well,
3: it's, it is – I mean, again, it's – everybody talks about how Roddenberry – and his his wife had such a minute gaze upon the Star Trek ensemble and the 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 whole thing of it all. the the control that the that uh, Lucas and Scott and the Skywalker legal team have over what is acceptable is is amazing. Like the the it is it is so hard a process to get some to get a book officially placed into the canon it's you know like you have to write it and then you've got to go to california and you've got to you know you have to you have to academically place yourself sort of in a in a position to defend your idea and there's there's nothing in me that thinks that you know the guys who who you know claim that oh yeah we're just you know it's disney and we're doing what we want i i think that that's bullshit i think that george lucas will shoot them in the head if he doesn't get a look before the rest of the world does. You know, it's, he has, he, I don't think any of his family or any of the people who are in control over the product have, have ceded much, if any, control of the narrative. So, because like the crawl and the music and all of that, that's all specific, you know. it. Mm-hmm. It's, at this point, you know, it's, I would bet that we have, Eric, Pete, and I, and, and to Nick to some extent, have, have a biological response to those stimuli that we don't have to anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, when the crawl yeah. happens or that oh. John Williams music happens, I, I'm sure that we have a unique hormone in our body that is secreted somewhere. <laughs>
0: I put the at work, out loud, and people freaked out. So I don't think it's just us four nerds here. I think it's pretty much everybody that's seen this. It's pretty pretty iconic, right? So
4: hey. except that woman that you sit next to, Pete. There's a woman he sits next to, and the other day he was talking about Star Wars. Oh my and god! He said Carrie Fisher's name, and she raised her head and she said, "Who is Carrie Fisher?" Fuck
0: her. <laughs> I, uh, a friend of mine and we were teaching her how to do um, the death choke. <laughs> so like you would just do that at her in the office and she'll do it back. And she
2: doesn't still know what it is, but it's, it's, she, she's got oh. Hey, speaking of the death choke and, yeah. and maybe, and Dino, you may know this, but I'm dying to know what kind of power or, thing that luke is gonna have you know like you know emperor has his lightning you have vader has a death choke and you know what what is luke going to have i just hope that he is going to be this is my my one of my wishes for this movie is i want luke to be badass like he just needs to be badass
3: yeah so i mean without give i mean it's not a spoiler or anything but you know Luke is, you know, Michael Jordan, like there's, there's not, you, you know, it's not, it, I would be shocked if, if we come out of this movie and them having sort of the iconic thing versus, you know, if he was a basketball player, that dude can hit a jump shot from anywhere and never miss, you know, like it's the, the character of Luke Skywalker in the Canon one, you know, cause once I'm sure that you're going to read some books now, but once you dive into it, It Mm -hmm. becomes this thing where you're like, holy motherfucker, you know, like, like the, the Yoda fight with the, you know, with the old man, with all of the spinning shit that they were doing, you just come away and go, okay, Yoda, Yoda has been hiding some shit, you know, (laughs) and, uh, and the thing is like, all of the stuff that like, I think every fight that Luke ever had in all of the movies are absolute garbage compared to some of the other fights. Like, you know, he fought essentially an immobile Darth Vader, you know, like, it's not like Darth Vader was Jackie Chan or some shit, you know, a lot of weight around. It's got a lot of metal on him. I know, but I'm just saying it was, it was a little bit like fighting the mummy at some point, you know, (laughs) if he didn't have the like, like, I mean, as far as like the death choke, what about the electricity from the emperor? What about that? You know? That's a power.
0: Well, Dooku also had electricity too though.
3: Yes, that's right. Yoda,
0: yep. Yoda was also able to um, um parry it away, so in a way that also takes a little essence of dark
3: in you to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the asthmatic and, and robot? And Jar
4: Jar might as well. I mean we don't know that you yes! didn't come out He's of
3: Jar Jar. it. Yes. <laughs> what was who was the asthmatic robot? General Grievous. There it yeah. is. Okay, I forgot his name. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Grievous. Yeah, was, Grievous I is a bigger a Grievous is a big character in the books, so.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've read more about that. That that I'm that thank god for the books because I liked his character. I feel that he that's one of those characters you can really go deep in. So I'm glad that the books kind of made him yeah. cooler, I guess.
3: Yeah, and and as much as like, hey, thank God for the books. Just be careful what you wish for, man. It's it's a lot of books. Like just just this past over the past two weeks, I finished a section of books, and the books end, and they somehow transfer into graphic novels, and then they transfer back into books. I'm like cool fuck that you know it just like just can't we just write this all down you know so i don't have to be chasing it but the cool th- the, the the again to make a plug for the cool the books there is there is an academic rigor that surrounds the canons that i i've never like i mean i thought i was serious about like mu- collecting music and stuff like that but yeah there is there is a real academic rigor around the the star wars canons
2: well, that's good. I mean, because, and I'm glad that there is that. I didn't, I didn't know that there was that. I mean, I kind of assumed that there was some rigor, but before Disney kind of jumped in and 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 dissed everything, you know, that was already created. I was a little concerned that it wasn't as monitored or or controlled. I mean, with all the comic books and all the, you know, yeah. and all the novels, and so that's good. That's good. Did you read the, uh, some of the? La- I saw. What was it? Uh, uh, the Phasma heart. Uh, book. Did you read that one yet? No,
3: but it's it's sitting in my
2: house. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I want to read that one.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sort of excited by Phasma in general, but I, you know, I think it's that I again, it's that Boba Fett thing, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know. yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, there's so many of the character. I mean, I, I hope they make her cool. I hope they make her badass. That you know that. I, I but I I would I would assume and I would hope that her backstory is just killer.
3: Yeah,
0: we're hoping the way that she was treated in Force Awakens makes her look like a rag doll. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, cause she really is sort of that that you know edge character. You're like, there's more there. You can you know, you're shy. Are you shiny for a reason? What's you know, what's the story with the shininess? You know. Yeah. So So
4: we should should probably wrap it up. We've been going for about an hour. Yeah, exactly. uh, um, Not really sure how to end this. Nick, what are you looking most forward to in
0: in seeing in this next movie? (sighs) I don't don't even know. There's so much stuff that I've just kind of read without getting too deep into the weeds of figuring out what's going to exactly happen in this movie without me watching it that – I'm gonna kind of go with Dino and just kind of go in with an open mind. I've been pumped up for this movie since the last one for how much excitement it's brought. The only thing that I'm gonna say is I'm gonna be wearing Star Wars uh, merchandise tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. Probably wearing my stormtrooper suit to work. Nice. I just I can't I can't even give you a full answer because I'm like so excited right now about nice. this movie. Hopefully Yoda comes back. That's maybe that. There's a good one. Have him come back and give a little
2: speech. How about you, oh, Pete? Oh my God, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, I, I'm, I, I think, Luke and Leia, right? So, I just Luke, everything. Like, like, who, what has he become? What's his backstory? Is he badass? Leia, what? Do, where, where do you go with the character? Where? What are they going to do with the character? What's her role going to be? Um, I mean, just those two. I, I, I'm. I just can't wait. I mean, I can't wait for everything, but but those are the two. Those are the two characters that I'm excited about seeing again.
4: This isn't a. I don't think this is a spoiler, Pete. But they, I read today that there's no post-credit screen, post-credit scene. But that no. you stay for But that you should stay for the credits anyway. So I have a feeling that they're going to do a like an ode to Carrie Fisher at the end. Really. That would be my guess, but. I didn't want you to miss that, so that's the only reason I bring it up.
3: All right, cool. How are you, Daniel? So my thing is a little bit more, um, you know, kind of, high, you know, a little 30,000 foot kind of deal. I'm interested to see how much violence Disney is going to allow. Oh, that's a good point. You know, because...
4: Meaning that you know there's a lot of violence. Well,
3: I mean, it, it t- they they talked about it in the first one in the first movie. Yeah. So they talked about what Kylo had done.
4: Yeah, and yeah.
3: so that that uh, how you know the the point of the point of Luke being there is that he is he is a reflection. You know, he is a reflection of his student, and so what his student did is incredibly violent and and you know essentially Columbine esque, and so. It will be interesting to see um, how how that for me how that manifests on screen. And the other thing is, I I'm I'm really excited to to, to see that little uh, porg deal, the little cute little Muppet deal. Oh, that's just a marketing tactic. Right, but isn't that thing going <laughs> to fly a ship? Like, I think he's going to fly a ship,
2: or it's going mean, to fly a ship. Really? Yeah, I think sure. he flies a ship. You know, uh, so... I, I thought he was just on a dashboard, just hanging out.
3: Yeah, I don't... I No, I, I think he flies the ship, but either way, I think that, you know...
2: He's, I, I think he's hanging from the rear view.
3: Okay, well, I, I think that, you know... He's a hollow chest piece. Right, how we're gonna... Yes, exactly. How we're gonna move, Uh, you know, like, what's gonna be the thing? What's the X-Wing fighter gonna be? What's the, you know, the TIE fighter, or actually, what's Darth Vader's TIE fighter gonna be in this ship, or in this thing? You know, how are we gonna come out of that like uh forest whitaker in rogue one you know his legs how or, or his hair too you know kind of th- that that sort of imagery where you just go oh that's that's a little bit weird you know like how, how did forest whitaker's hair get that big i don't even understand you know <laughs> and, and it has a part in it too i think he has a perm i don't you know it's like okay well you know that's all fun but uh yeah i i you know i'm excited to see how how one they they uh, they sh- they manifest the violence on screen, how that becomes, you know, either talked about or shown, and then the other thing is is how they're going to tie all of it together, you know, because I think some people are going to have to die in this one, you know, like I think some people are, like Han Solo dying was a giant deal, but I, I don't think we're done with some with the dying, you know. So, oh yeah. Last oh. Jedi for nothing. Right. It's yeah. Exactly. You know. So.
0: Well, that's actually a good point, and that's a good thing to leave upon, is this is also the title that's also red compared to all the other ones. All the other ones are yellow. So it's something to think about, because usually something disastrous happens with that red title.
3: The graphic designer. Nice. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. All right, cool. Eric, what about you? What are you looking most forward to?
4: I think I'm looking forward to how it all ties together. I really liked how Rogue One tied to A New Hope. And force tied to Jedi. So I know there's a lot of complaints about, you know, sort of ending what we know and starting with new stories. But I'm looking forward to these three, this next set of three, to tie everything together and see how one relates to the other. Cool. That's so be really interesting.
3: So then, my my the closing question I, I wanted to ask before we when we wrap up is. Uh, where and when are you going to see it? Nick?
0: I'm not, it it all depends. My brother, so I have two brothers and one is just finishing up um, school right now for the winter break. So I probably won't be able to see it for another two weeks. <gasps> and it, it's, it's, oh, kid- wow. and I did, I had to do this one for the last movie too because it came out at the exact same time and I talked to my dad about it. And he's like, nope, you got to wait till Neil gets done. And I'm really like, Dad, that's like two weeks from now. He's like, yup. And I'm just like, oh my god. So imagine not being able to read anything about the movie. Wow. And it's going to be blasted literally everywhere. And then there's a guy at work that's probably going to be coming to my desk taunting me about it. Why can't you just
4: go see it and not tell
3: your family that you went to see
0: it? I'm debating it right now, to be honest. I I I think
3: that's totally fair. I think that I would support and advocate that, man. I mean, otherwise it's just—I mean, having known Eric for all these years, he will become unbearable. Oh, he, yeah, he's—he's—he's he, he's, he's a little dirty guy. Yeah, you can see that little smirk on his face, like, yeah.
2: you know something's
3: coming, right? What about you, Pete? When are you going?
2: Oh, I'm going Thursday night, um, uh, theater in Manhattan i um, seeing a double bill. So we're seeing force awakens and then it goes right into last oh, Jedi. Oh,
3: nice. Oh my God. That's so cool. That yeah. Young. I love yeah. your I love your wife appropriately. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, she's not, oh, she's not going. to No, but oh, I'm no, just saying, no, 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 she's not right. Going but deal. he gets, you know, he's going to have like six hours of movies. Like that's a Christmas present.
2: Wow. Yeah, some of the some of the guys I'm going with are actually staying for another three hours to watch The Last Jedi again, and I I was like, okay, I got to get home. But oh, God. <laughs> but I have – I had, and then I th- I think then I'll see it again on Saturday with my son, hopefully in between his hockey games. So um, so yeah, so the, that's the that's my the cadence of my uh, of my extended weekend. In between hockey, like hockey yeah. movie, hockey. Yeah, pretty much hockey game, wow. movie, then hockey. Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah, so I've never been to a movie in Manhattan, and for whatever reason, the compression of Manhattan makes me think that it would be horrible, but I'm guessing I'm wrong.
2: Oh, no, it's going to be exciting. Okay. Yeah, and seeing it at the same theater that I saw, uh, Force Awakens. Um, Okay. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
3: Yeah, so Eric and I are going Thursday night, right?
4: Right, but I think we need to watch Force Awakens now on Thursday too. How are we gonna do that?
3: I don't know how we're gonna do that, but uh we gotta come have up to with a plan, yeah. But I know I'm gonna like I'm gonna oh yeah, and then I okay, I've one follow up that I wanna to add too. Um so uh yeah, so we're gonna go and the cool thing is is uh the Cedar Creek Cinema Pete in in at home here has been completely remodeled.
2: Oh wow. Reserves. Like Lazy Boys Res- Lazy they have oh, lazy boys yeah, yeah. and stuff.
3: Why, is it reserved seating there, yeah, or what? Yeah, it's reserved Yeah, yeah. yeah every oh, movie theater. Yeah. And the thing is, for every other movie, it's just such horseshit to stand behind seven older people trying to understand how to pick a seat in a movie theater. But in this case, it's like, I, when did we get the tickets? Months ago?
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So we got, them, I, we got them the first day. Like, I sat online, like, most of the night trying to buy the tickets on Fandango and got them the next morning. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, so then I, I wanted to follow up in, in the question is how, what format do you own Star Wars in now, Pete?
2: Oh, um, uh, force awakens, blu-ray. Um, and then I have, oh my gosh, the prequels I have in, um, uh, probably DVD. And then I think four five and six, I, I pretty much have, I got to say, like, eight different versions.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like every version they came out with from, you know, the the 70s. You know, then they had all those versions in, like, the 90s and yep. everything. I can't even count how many, how many versions I have of four, five, and six. <laughs>
3: yeah, Nick?
0: Uh, four, five, and six we have on VHS. And then my dad bought the DVD trilogy pack, the one in the silver box.
3: Oh, yeah. Then we
0: have the DVDs for the first... Uh, the first three movies, and then Rogue One and Force Awakens, we have on the Blu Ray um Digital HD. One.
1: Okay.
3: Do you still have a DVD player? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yes. Hey
2: Dino, yeah. I think I may have a laser disc. Right. Of like Star Wars. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. yeah. That that big old thing. Yeah. Yep. So, so anyway. I,
3: I I still have all of the VHS tapes in several different versions, obviously. Um, I don't, I, I donated all of the Blu-rays and DVDs to the library and I bought everything on Google play just recently. And so, yeah, so that way, I mean, for a couple of years, I, or the last two years, I've been traveling pretty extensively, um, for the consulting work. And so having them on my phone while I was, you know, sleeping on somebody's couch was incredibly comforting for me. So, (laughs) Eric, how do you have them now?
4: I like Pete said. I just have them on a laser disc.
3: Okay. All right. Good. No, I don't
4: have. I don't have any <laughs> copies. I don't have any hard copies of any of them. Okay. I just stream everything.
3: Yeah. What streaming services are they on now?
4: Um. Well, if the FBI is listening, yeah. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, you use voodoo, don't you, Eric? I'm pretty sure you talked to me about using voodoo. I don't know what that is. I've never
4: been to New Orleans.
3: I I use I use Plex and I and I think I have them all on my Plex server as well. So yeah. I will
4: for what it's worth, I will be a a, a hardcore subscriber I think of the uh, Disney streaming next year. Yeah. So that will be the the streaming option of
3: choice. Yeah. All right, so hey guys, I just want to say thank you for doing this. This was an amazing hour and in, in some And, uh, and Nick, I think you should go to the movie so that we can all come back from the movie and talk about it afterwards in a couple of weeks. Exactly.
1: I'm debating it right now. Okay. All right. we won't won't tell anybody. Yeah. I appreciate
3: it. We won't post it until your parents see it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you you could just not tell your parents you're on our podcast, I don't think they'll find it on their own. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Pete. I know it's late. Appreciate it. Yeah. No worries. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. Alright, yeah. thanks Dino, thanks Eric. I appreciate the invite, guys. Thanks. Yep.
3: Thanks Nick, we'll have, we'll do it again.
2: Absolutely.
1: Fear. Fear attracts the fearful. The strong, the weak, the innocent, the corrupt. Fear. Fear is my ally.